Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. I'm always a Knicks fan, but I'm a Nets fan first. Just like I'm a Yankees fan, but I'm always a Mets fan first. Just like I'm a Jets fan, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a secondary, I'm a Giants fan. I root for the Giants when they do their thing. Daybo's my guy. Wink, wink, yeah, my you're, dude. You are obviously a, a transplanted New Yorker. Right. So as a result, you, you can have affiliation with the whole town because yeah. it's good for business. As long as somebody's good, like I'm not a big Rangers fan, right? You're Islanders but, but, fan, but the Rangers getting Patrick Kane and the Rangers being a team that could win a Stanley Cup—that's good for our business, man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm all about my business. I've like been, when I was I've a been kid, I would be all mad about it, yeah. but but now I'm like, wait, 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 this can benefit me? Yeah, I'm, I'm I've good. Been to, I've been to Knicks games. I've been to more Knicks games than Nets games. And well, listen, you, well, you a, need to get to a Nick game. To, like we need to do this. Like th- uh, Tuesday, I'm sorry, Charlotte I'm, I'm sorry, in I'm, town. I'm sorry, Mr. Big Shot, but you always calling games and uh, everywhere, all over the world, been around the world, and I, 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 yeah, I've been playing. I hate it. <laughs> I can't never catch up with you, son. Well, I don't know where. I don't know why. All right, let's get into this stuff here. 800-919-3776. Like I said, we'll keep the calls rolling on the Knicks stuff. A lot of fans are fired up today, and you're going to get your opportunity to crow a little bit and have some fun. But uh, before we get into the Jets and Giants stuff, so as we had the caller, Jose told us about, we looked into this. So A.J. Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster are still beefing, but A.J.'s really like taking it <laughs> a little hurt. too far. So... Apparently, like this video appeared. Uh, Brendan Clinton is this guy, Mr. Go Thirty, who does like these funny parody videos uh, about the NFL, where he plays all these different characters. They're actually hilarious. But apparently, uh, Juju was uh, participating in it, and that got to AJ Brown, and he didn't like it. So He's- he tweets at uh, at Juju. You really need to find you somebody else to play with. Don't let that ring get you BTF up. Beat the you know what up. First of all, you're assuming that you can you can kick my ass. And then he said, because I'm with all the dumb she S H I I. Uh I'm not gone speak on it no more. Okay. How did I do? Did I do all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got what you mean. It's Brendan Clinton. Right, and Brendan is is yeah. a guy that he is famous, man. He has some of the funniest stuff out there. And anybody that loses a big game or loses something, hey, not really an athlete, you know, all that type of stuff. And he always comes with like some insulting thing. But the problem is, it's because it's because Juju participated. And usually, yeah. when people do it, nobody else is participating in it. But Juju is a guy that has a huge uh, social media following, mm-hmm. so this is a guy that's great to connect with. So he's just having fun. Let him do his victory lap, dude. Listen, history's written by the winners, man. You can't be mad. You better hope you have another chance to win one. Like, he won one, so he gets to say what he wanted to say, bro. You had your opportunity to bring all that smoke when it was the Super Bowl. Let it go, Bria, bro. He can he can say whatever he wants. Well, want. remember, the, this all started with the Valentine's thing. Yeah. He sent that Valentine about right about the holding. And then it continued. But that tweet was deleted publicly. But then what he decided to do was send a DM, A.J. Brown did, to Juju. And no, this bro. DM was, was screenshotted. I'm sure by Juju he put it out there. And it says this. Now, this is, again, a DM. I don't play them them kids' games. If you want to see me, I'm with it. You better go to Cabo and enjoy your ring and stop blanking with me. Why didn't he say Leave that? Leave me off all your TikTok stuff. And he called him a uh, derogatory but, word. Yeah, but why didn't he Why didn't he bring that to the Brendan dude, the comedian that makes fun? That, that's, it's his video. It's his site. Yeah. 
Listen, man, this is this where we get to a whole other thing, but Juju's bro. like traveling the world, yeah. just enjoying his yeah. offseason, but he hasn't responded to this yet other than just seeing this this DM. But, but no, boy, like this, this is DM, like AJ Brown has got to like, don't be so damn thin-skinned. Yeah. Like this is just laugh at yourself you gotta, for once. Listen, you got to have skin like armadillo. Make the, let like, this, all right, yeah, you no, got me. Let this, let this be the catalyst for your offseason workout. Or that. Let this be the catalyst when y'all come back, man. Yo, they clown this, man. I won't have this feeling ever again. Or that. Because I'm telling you, like, listen – Everybody they think it's all smooth. Like, man, come on, man. Listen. Now, if you want to, if, if I'm Juju and you want to make it personal like that, then whatever, bro, on site. And how dumb would it be if we take it to that level where one of us get hurt in real life because you can't handle me celebrating my victory and making fun? That's what I, this, right. for me, this looks, because I, I don't think can, this looks bad for, for Juju Smith. It's not, he's having fun. He, he AJ goofy. Brown, now you could just say, why, why does he have to do it? He's got to let it go. But AJ Brown looks so small here. Hey, come on. Right. Like, you know what? We see this in all businesses. Bart, let's be honest. We see this in all businesses, right? Like we call it Tinder boo. Uh-huh. But how about just this? But, but. Think about it. Even in our business, mm-hmm. we have rivals, right? right. And you'll tr- you trash talk, you go back and forth, whatever happens, right? It's competition. And when that happens, what are you, like, wh- wh- what are you going to do? You just got to take the L or come back with something snappy. Right. See, but this or is, you just know, like you got, yeah, like all right, you're, see, you're see, you got to come up, see, you've got it. See, but this is what I don't like. Me, right? These but we're are, gonna start like, oh, no, we're gonna no, meet somewhere no, and no, have no. it out. Like, man, come but, on. But, but these are first of all, let's make some millions of dollars on it. Let's get in the ring, and I knock your ass out like Le'Veon Bell knocked uh, Adrian Peterson out. Well, let, let's do that. Let's make a million for that. You that. Can, and if you really about that smoke, let's bring your little popcorn muscles and see if you got if you got hands. But most comedians, that's that's their weapon. They know they can't. They can't fight no, you. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Juju and but, AJ. But he's being a comedian. Juju's being a comedian. Yeah, he, he's, he's he's being he's being a comedian. He's having fun. He's yeah. the guy that makes off TikTok and, and social media. That's his brand. But when you he's can't gonna make respond, he's gonna make million dollars off of that. I'm telling you, when you that's the part to me that shows how weak you can yeah. be is let, that you have no response and yeah. your only response is, I'll fight you. Let, let let's see let's see this. Is what I want to see, I want to see what type of teammates Juju got. Because if I'm a teammate and I hear that. All right, Mr. Popcorn Muscles, you lift all these damn weights. You talking stuff to him. Mm-hmm. How about I kick your ass? Where's Frank Clark at, Mr. I Carry Uzis? Like, <laughs> where you you supposed to come out? Hey, 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 AJ, why don't you fight somebody in your weight class, huh? Yeah. Now, Juju not some little dude. He not some, like, he trying to pick on Devontae Smith or something like that. But if I'm Frank Clark, I'm like, listen, you mess with him, you mess with me. So what you want to do? You want to talk all this trash to him? Talk, talk, bring that same energy to me, Holmes. So they they do play the Chiefs next year. Yeah. In Arrowhead. But it's nothing you can do. You winning that game don't win you the Super Bowl. Ain't about winning the game, though. Okay. But you're right. They both say to play the same position, and Juju's a free agent. But he you might just said, be back. Right, but you just said the teammates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody somebody might get carted Brad, off. Bradbury? Somebody might get carted off, right? Some, I mean, if you—that's you, the point—is like if if you said, "What kind of teammates do you have?" Yeah, that's the part. I think if you're the, the if you're the NFL, we don't want to get to that level. That's not necessary. I mean, listen, I remember it's when I, I remember when Joy Porter beat the hell out of Levi Brown at a at a blackjack table in Vegas. I mean, listen, I'm I'm for the smoke. If you that's what listen, I'm like Adrian Broder. I'm the can man. Anybody can get it. And I'm a mirror. I'll be professional if you be professional. If you want to be a jerk, I'll be a jerk. If you want to be an ass, I'll be an ass. 
If you want to be a goon, I'll be a goo goblin. Whatever you want to be, I'm that. I'm the can. I'm a reflection. Whatever energy you giving me, I'm giving you. Now, Mm -hmm. you want to talk all this tough guy stuff, and none of these dudes no gangsters, and none of these dudes got no bodies, and none of these dudes put in no work. So stop acting like you uh like like this uh, episode of BMF of Power and you Tommy or something, man. Sit your ass down and go and go do some push ups or take another cycle. <laughs> Just get better. Yeah. All right. Uh, eight hundred nine nine three seven seven six. Barton Hahn, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott. We get audio files bottom of the hour, but let's get into right now some audio from Robert Sala this morning as he's now, the Jets head coach, is now obviously talking about the only thing that anybody wants to talk to anybody with the Jets about, which is, of course, the quarterback position. So let's start with just how the uh, the team meeting with Derek Carr went. You heard uh, Joe Douglas gushed about him. Well, what about Robert Sala? How did, how did he feel that things went? I thought it was great. You know, he's uh, he's a tremendous, tremendous young man. He's a father of four, obviously. he's uh, his, his mind's in the right spot. He understands. He keeps the main thing the main thing. But uh, a really impressive young man, for sure. He said he's a father of four? Robert Sala, that's like, man, I did that in the first yeah, three yeah. years of my marriage. What are you talking man, about? Man, you, got low, up, son? you got low testosterone? What the hell are you doing, son? <laughs> that's it? Shooting blanks? <laughs> He's like, um, he's like, I never miss. How about how about what would signing a veteran quarterback mean for Zach Wilson? You can't look at it that way. You guys know me. It's stay in the moment and try to do everything we can to help everyone get better, be the best version of themselves they can be. So whether you know we we bring in a guy who's in his early 30s and and you know he's going to be here for a while, the focus is to just help him get better as best as he can. And if his best gets to be showcased here as a New York Jet, awesome. If not, it's still awesome because that all we want is what's best for him and his development. No different than any other player on our roster. It's our job to make sure that we're doing everything we can to help them find ways to reach their max potential as coach. And, and then Joe and his staff, their job is to continue to push the envelope and finding players who can continue to maintain that standard. So to answer your question, I don't have it for two years from now. I don't, I don't know what that means. I just know our focus is to try to help him get as best as he can. What does that sound like to you, Bart? Does that sound like a guy that's like really dedicated to a player or more or less like, man, I don't know what it's, what's going to happen. I have yeah. no idea. Like, I hope he gets better. Good for him. Yeah, if it's here, great. If it's somewhere else, great. That sounds like I'm you, not really that invested in this dude. That's why you buy insurance. Yeah. You you buy insurance. You don't that think does not sound like a crash. head coach that's really invested. Oh, I'd love to see him do well here, but I I don't know. It's a me- that's, that's, that's a message to Zach. Yeah. You got to be a better leader. Mm-hmm. You got to be a better player. You got to grow. Yeah, exactly. and it might not be here, right? And I'll give you, I'll get you know, we bring somebody in. Mm-hmm. That's just so you know, we he can't continue to hold the team back, right? And maybe he'll catch up, but if he don't catch up, this train ain't stopping that's for nobody. Right. Yeah, so you either catch up or get left behind. Simple as that. This is what the being a professional is all about. Well, I'll tell you what. How about catch up or left behind? What about Mike White? Robert Sala loved him. A lot of the teammates loved him too. Would he like to have Mike White back? Goodbye. Oh yeah, no, Mike. Mike, uh, I know. Uh, feel like I probably should be talking about him more. Mike Mike deserves every bit to be talked about. He should be on this roster also. And he's, uh, you know, we carried three last year. But uh, again, he's going through his process. And uh, and it's just something that uh, obviously we're keeping close tabs on. So You know what it sounds like? Mike White gone. Uh, yeah? yeah? See, Mike I White. think it sounds like he knows Mike White's gone. He'd rather have Mike White than Zach Wilson. Of course. He would rather keep Mike White on but, the team but, but, and let him develop but, here rather than... No. Waste the spot on no. Zach Wilson. That's no. what I heard. No, but here's the thing. Mike's going through his process. It means Mike's a free agent. He's played good enough to get some high-level, high-end backup money. Okay. Like 12 to $15 million. What? We're not going to do that. Damn. 
we like we have backup quarterback gets twelve million. Then Case Keenum makes like uh, well, that's Case Keenum been in the league for a hundred years. But Mike White's a better player. But Mike, he just can't stay healthy. And if you if he got ten million, I'd blow, that would blow my mind if he got even ten. Tyrod Taylor makes seven again. Or eight. Guy's been in the league for a hundred years. Yeah, he old. It's time for somebody else that can be there, be with you, and be a responsible backup for the next five years. You're, all right, that didn't sound like to you that no. Robert Sala knows that we're probably not bringing back Mike White. You can't. We're Everybody probably stuck with Zach, but I'd rather have Zach Mike White Flacco. than Zach. You're stuck with Zach and Flacco. But answer, my, answer what I asked you. Of course, yeah, but he okay. can't. But Mike so White, I'm not wrong in you're not, hearing you're what not, I heard. But Mike White, he knows he can't afford Mike White. Because he's like, oh, we should be talking more about Mike White. He knows he can't afford Mike White. Yeah, okay. I can see Mike White in San Francisco. Hmm. If you, you, if you Brock saw Brock Purdy and Mike White? Yeah, if, because what happens is we don't know. Purdy's not going to be ready. No, that, we, actually he hasn't had the surgery yet. Right, and we don't know if Lawrence is going to be ready. Uh, uh, not Lawrence, uh, 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 Tra- yeah. Trey Lance. Yeah, Trey Lance is mm-hmm. going to be ready too. Yeah. So that's the, that's the issue. So you heard John Lynch the other day say, hey, we're going to be in the, in the veteran um, market. The market isn't for a veteran that's going to play the whole season. It's a veteran that can help them get out to a fast start. A guy like Mike White would be perfect for them. It's another guy that can't take a hit, though. That's what you got to worry about with you when you're that team. Well, when uh, you last but not Williams, least, you don't really have to take hits. Last but not least, true. You, we hope not. Uh, Robert Sala talking about Nathaniel Hackett as a new offensive coordinator and what similarities and differences are there? You know, it's uh, there, there's a lot of carryover from what Mike had uh, installed over the last couple of years. So there's going to be some carryover philosophically and how we do things will be a little bit different. I'm not going to get too deep in that right now, but excited about him. You know, he's got, uh, like I said, he's everywhere he's been, he's been able to build a top five, top, at least a top five run game. And uh, he's just, you know, from a play calling standpoint, it might come off different. Not to say that Mike wasn't able to get it done, but his positivity, his, his aura about him, the way he goes about his business i just think he's gonna be it'll be it'll be a change for the guys for sure that's why you let him live see that's how you answer that if you're a head coach you got that mike mccarthy who just simply threw a dude under the bus i confess we lost because he threw the ball too much yeah he wants to light up the playbook he want to light up he basically called kellen moore chip kelly let, let, he let wants me, to he wants to light up the he wants to light up the scoreboard i want to run the ball let me enlighten everybody on what Ain't the objective what, to score points what bart is referencing here i'm gonna find the, the story beep, but mike beep. mccarthy Essentially right. Just back the bus up over. For no reason. <laughs> Dude, he lost his job. Kellen Moore. And that that really – you really didn't like that at all. He, he said, I, I wanted to run the ball more. That's ridiculous. Like, that's like the chalk line. Like, the, the body ain't even – And that's why he's – The body still yeah. ain't even cold yet. So here's here's the story. I just want to make sure I had all the quotes right. So here's the story. Todd Archer, ESPN, who covers the, the uh, Cowboys. This is from, obviously, the, the uh, Combine. So Mike McCarthy said, we can all use a sense of motivation and challenge and so forth. It's a new challenge uh, for him, meaning Dak Prescott. And he was basically talking about how they want to play going forward. And while he believes in Dak Prescott, a lot of people are questioning whether or not the Cowboys should stay with him or extend him and all that stuff. $49 million cap hit. So uh, Brian Schottenheimer comes in now as the new OC. Oh, oh he gonna run the ball. But <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Man, that's he, all he wants. He to throw do. the ball like bro. He gonna do the same front side, front side yogis, backside slants. Like yo, if, what, and we all know it, man. They jumping yogi? it. What's a yogi? Yogi's a uh, double outs. Like you got empty, you got three to the field. They go outs and the backside throw slants. And it's like bro, they know that they jumping it, man. Quit running the same thing, shoddy. 
Oh, I like that. That's good insight. So here's the quote from McCarthy about Kellen Moore. He said, Kellen wants to light the scoreboard up. I want to run the damn ball so I can rest my defense. Lies. I think when you're a coordinator, you're in charge of the offense, being a head coach and a play caller, you're a little more in tune with everything, and I don't have the desire to be the number one offense in the league. I want to be the number one team in the league with a number of wins and a championship. And if we've got to give up some production and take care of the ball better to get that, then that's what we'll do because we have a really good defense. That is amazing. That, that is, sounds like that every, is Teflon Don one oh one. You know what that is? That's oh my Mike McCarthy God. talking to Jerry. But the, the, Jerry, no, I'm gonna run the ball. Tell me this. Tell me this. Why did Mike McCarthy get fired in Green Bay? I mean, they, they threw it a lot with Rodgers. So, so, <laughs> he threw it a lot. When have you ever ran the ball a lot? I want to run the damn ball. Even when he didn't he have Brett Favre for a couple years? He didn't run the ball with Brett Favre either. I want to run the ball. I mean he had Dorsey Levins. Like, come on, man. He he threw the ball. That's why they will always say that. So all of a sudden, now he blaming on a young man. That is such low class right there by Mike McCarthy. I'll tell you what, though. I'm the head coach. Kellen Moore calls like constant uh, passing plays. Don't you eventually step in and go, hey, no, no, no. What did Kellen Moore call when they had when they had the backup in? And they won games regardless. Oh, that's all they did was run the ball. It was, oh. it was Tony Pollard's show. Oh, oh. So, yes. Oh, so he did when that. Cooper Cup was was under center. They were. It was basically that the Schottenheimer offense. It was ground and pound. And then you would catch the defense putting so much emphasis on right. stopping the run that then he would just trick you and you'd go, wow, Cooper Rush is awesome. And it's like, no, he's not awesome. He's just doing what Mark, Mark Sanchez did he's as Brock, a rookie. He's Brock Purdy. Yeah, he was doing what Brock Purdy did, yeah. So kept it simple, so, stupid. So he did that, yeah. And then maybe you had your quarterback audible and out of stuff because he feels like he 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 got control of the whole playbook. That's interesting. Stop it. So we'll watch and see what happens with the Cowboys. Way going to go, forward. solid. Way to go, solid. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Ira's in Staten Island. Ira, uh, how are we feeling today? Hey, hey Alan Bart, what's going on, boys? What up? Everything's good. So I got a question now, and I have to direct this at Bart. Bart, you've been in contract negotiations. If I'm reading this right, which I'm probably not, but if I'm Carr's agent, unless you get some ridiculous offer that you, nobody's going to, you're not going to ever see that type of offer, I'm holding my client out until Rogers is off the board, whether he's a Jet, whether he's a Packer, whether he retires, because. Bart, tell me if I'm wrong. Once Rodgers is out of the equation, whether it's the Jets or any other team, doesn't cause price go up quite a bit? Yeah, absolutely. He looks so much prettier because you have no options, right? Life's all about having options. And when you know Aaron Rodgers is going, that's one less option that you have. And I feel like when you hear it already, like for the Jets, they should feel emboldened because the Raiders said that they're not going for Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers just lost a little leverage as well, too, because we thought maybe Devontae Adams would be the place, you know, he's sitting up there trying to court him. So if I'm the Jets, I'm like, man, we we maybe look good. But like, like I said before, watch out for Miami. Watch out for Miami. Watch, watch out for Miami Rogers. with with Rodgers. With Rogers. Watch out for Miami. Well, mm. let me, well, just getting back to the cause contract, <clears throat> whether it's from the Jets or somebody else. You you looking at about a four to five year deal averaging about thirty eight to forty two? I, I heard it's going to be closer to thirty. They not they not breaking the bank on him either. You take it or you don't. Go get that money really? from somebody else because they know that he's not a franchise quarterback. He's he's a good quarterback. He's Kirk Cousins, but Kirk Cousins is always routinely at home. 
Kirk Cousins had a great team, great regular season because mm-hmm. he can he can beat you. He can beat guys that's average, or he can play at one or two good games. But then when he goes against a good team, he didn't even go against a great team in the Giants, and they lost. So what does all that mean, right? You need a guy that's a dude, right? And they understand that. Listen, Carr Carr is a good quarterback. He's not a dude, so that means he's in the middle. He doesn't need. He doesn't. He's, he can't be void of talent because he's not Mahomes, where he can make anybody look good. But he's not. He's not like a bum either. So he has to be somewhere in the middle. He's not a force multiplier, right. but he doesn't. He's not a deficit either. Exactly. And that's then it puts the pressure on your defense. Got to be great. But you, you know what else players. it does when you bring him in and you sign him to a deal? It means th- any thought of Zach Wilson emerging and becoming your quarterback in like two years or something that's out right. because you're now dedicated to this guy for the, at least the at least next four. At, at least the next, next four three. years. And then you got to say goodbye to Zach. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, yo, Big Pun used to be like one, one, 175, ripped up, yoked up. Handsome dude, too. You know what I'm saying? I think he got an accident, and then he was taking the medicine of steroids. That's when he gained all the weight. No, Google it. Anybody out there? Big Pun used to be... Uh, Yo, look out there looking like Christopher Williams, man. Wow, you just told me something new. I didn't even know that. So you didn't know that That's because you're a young whippersnapper. He used to be a model, son. You know what I'm saying? I told you I got chest hair older than you, son. Stop it. I'm telling you, though. The uh, Beats beats are like oh, yeah. nostalgia. Oh, see, because we, what, what happened? we do take borderline requests. We took a request, but I got to get your request from my boy Flo at Motown. You know what I'm saying? They always holding us down. He wants to hear Kiss Your Ass Goodbye by Sheik. From okay. D Block. All right. I, I, I never heard it, so you know what I'm we'll saying? find it. But if Flo's saying, you know what I'm saying? Flow like the OG, triple OG. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, we're looking for that and everything else. So we've done a lot of talking so far on the show, but it's time for us to step aside and let the headline makers do the talking in the segment we like to call. Oh, you fouls. Damn it. Who jumped the gun? Uh, stop. Start it. Start it. Start it over. Stop. Damn it. Hold the gun. Hold the 
like the five heartbeats. I wrote this in five-part harmony. Five-part harmony. Do it again. It's time for us to step aside and let the headline makers do the talking in the segment we like to call Audio Files. There we go. You know what I'm saying? All right. We, we like the Nets. We just, you know, we just came together. You know what I'm saying? We still get the like temperature the Nets. Going. We're not like the Nets. We're they, like the Suns. They're going to be better. Kevin Durant showed up last night, and all he did was just walk in and drop 25 points in like 10 minutes. Did he get a haircut? I don't know. Okay. Never all mind. I know is that he picked up right where he left off. They look like they're going to be he KD. He KD, son. Anyways, um, I just we thought this was funny. You love you love you some Dan Campbell, right? Yeah, That's we, your coach. Did they yeah, listen, listen, Leon? Listen, listen, we tired. Of, we ain't falling down no more. Hey, hey yo, Mick. We ain't going down no more. We bit kneecaps and Achilles tendons early. <laughs> we ain't falling down no more. We stand up. The Lions are a team that I think everybody got excited about, right? Yeah. Going forward. So anyways, Dan Campbell at the uh, Combine talking about Brian Dayball hmm. and his um, feet. Yeah, I'm, I was going to say something about him, but... Um, We'd love to hear it. Yeah. Well, first of all, he's got a hobbit feet. All right, just so we sit in those meetings. He used to grill us on the offensive side of the ball. Like, all right, here's what we're doing. Let's go down, go, you know. But he would have these sandals, man. And uh, I just I always used to laugh. He's got hobbit feet, man. Um, he's the best. Hobbit feet. So he's saying he got feet like, got like a, a hoof. Uh, yeah, like a hoof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got one one toenail. There's a gigantic there's toenail that just stares <laughs> at you. And they they stub. Let me ask you a question about feet. Yeah. Can you spread all your toes out? Like, yeah. why? Like, just... Mm-hmm. See, I can't do that. You got, like, amphib... You're like amphibia. Well, my kids... Can you are, pick up, like, a pencil with your toes? Yeah, when I had to do my rehab, we just had to pick up marbles Jesus. and put them in a, in, a, in a thing. What kind of freak my, are you? My feet are like hands. I turn Scary. stuff... I turn stuff off with my feet. Like, if I don't feel like getting out the bed and I want to turn, like, the little space here to not be cold, I'll just take my leg and put it out there and I'll, I'll, I'll dial it up. It's almost threw up my mouth. I might be the only one that can't do any of this Yo. stuff. I grew up, so we were poor, and I would wear like sneakers that were too small yeah. for me because my foot got uh, too big. Like you can't find size fourteen. Uh, uh, use, uh, use like, you like, can't so, find those sizes in regular stores. So, so you, I would just get like a twelve and jam my foot in. So you got geisha feet. It's they, a like mess. They used to bond, yes. they bound feet. I have geisha feet. <laughs> they bound your feet, bro. It's like, like a lot of things about me. It doesn't I, look so big, and then often it surprises you. My, my kids call me elephant toe, right? Because excuse like, me. Well, you see, like my nails. They're like my nail bed is rounded, right? Yes. So like my toenails are the same, but I think I got pretty nice feet. For, especially you, for an athlete. So I think I, you I have pretty guys, nice feet as well. I know well. some guys with some black, like just like oh, bro, there's some feet that should always stay in like, a sock. Like bro, that right? has to be fungus. Like it's just so turn, bro. <laughs> like bro, your feet smell like spoiled newspaper. <laughs> spoiled newspaper. You know, wet, been in the garbage. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. Garbage juice. Yeah, your your feet smell like the turf at the Super Bowl. <laughs> ride it. Remember ride it, what ride. he was talking about? All right, let's continue. Uh, you want to know uh, the Kevin Durant situation? Yeah. All right, KD, on the night the Nets had one of their most embarrassing losses in franchise history. You know they've never given up 81 points and a half before until last night? I think that's a lot of franchises probably. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Uh, but Kevin Durant made his debut with the Suns. So, KD, how'd you feel? It was solid. I felt like oh I should have made about four more shots. I uh, turned the ball over a couple times off the trap. When I, you know, it was just getting getting used to that again. And I lost the ball off the handle. It looked going to my left, so I got to get that stronger, too. So, just looking at the stuff I didn't do well and seeing how I can turn that into a strength next game. First of all, <laughs> as we're listening to that, I want everybody to know that Bart 
just took off his shoe and sock. And he's right about his big toe. Like you could you could sell advertising Elephant space tightest. on that nail on your big toe. Yeah, I mean, and it's rounded, so like my nails go. Like you down. don't even have a toe; you just have a big ass nail. No, I got a long ass. No, toe. no, your cuticle starts at like where your toe begins. See, I could I put number one up too. We number one. Let me tell you something: that your big toe is bigger than your damn thumb. <laughs> a, a big toe is a thumb. It's, it's but thumb, it's, it's bigger. Thumb your thumb like is tiny. Yeah, so is my foot. No, no, I'm talking my about like the length, okay. the whole thing. Like that, that's it's jarring. It's not ugly though. I didn't say it was ugly. It's jarring. Listen, they used to call me hammer toe, hammer time. Because <laughs> when, because uh, when you're I, like Mr. T, I got a lot of toe. I got I, a lot of toe. When I when I plant this toe, oh, we cut. Oh, when it's time to go left, we going left. Well, now we know why Rex loves you so much. <laughs> Too easy. Let's continue. So, synergy at the Garden. So, last night, the Knicks have a big win over the Nets. Tonight, Patrick Kane makes his Rangers debut at the Garden against the Ottawa Senators. So, Jalen Brunson last night thought it was a good idea to celebrate the occasion of the Rangers adding a superstar by wearing... It's an exclusive, by the way. It's, I mean, the guy, they just traded for him a Patrick Kane number 88 mm. Rangers jersey. And he talked about it last night. I don't know. Um, that, that'd be pretty cool. But I'm just, I'm happy he's in New York. So are you a fan of yeah. in Chicago? In Chicago. When I lived in, um, can you stop with that? When I lived in, um, outside of Chicago, and obviously they won three in like six years. So he, he's just a legend. And so, um, I respect him a lot, and uh, I didn't really have a personal relationship at all, but there's a lot of respect for him. My son got to go to school tomorrow, so <laughs> can we speed this up? <laughs> so, so that's Julius Randle yeah. was like, wrap, wrap it up, up B. B. Like, come on, man. <laughs> it's literally, like, he was like, you. when I talk hockey, and you stare and then go, can we get the break? Like, yeah, that, like, that like, literally was that sick. So, for everybody to understand, Jalen Brunson's, his high school age, his high school years, years. were in Chicago, because yeah. his father was coaching with... Tom Thibodeau with the Bulls during mm-hmm. that those years. So Brunson was playing high school ball then, yeah. and the Blackhawks were just one of yeah. the best teams in the league. Because yeah, yeah won yeah. three cups, and Patrick yeah. Kane was a superstar in the league at the same time. And the Bulls, Bulls was garbage. So and like, the, he well, had the a, Bulls he, weren't garbage. They right. was Thib- Thibodeau's teams. They went. To, they had Derrick Rose MVP. Yeah. They went to a they conference could, finals. They could never beat LeBrick Brick. But okay, I get nobody it. could beat LeBrick Brick. But anyways, so he just thought it was a cool thing to do, and he decided to wear it. So. Patrick Kane was asked, did you happen to see the Knicks superstar point guard wearing your jersey? It was pretty cool. I went to the practice facility yesterday, and his dad was in there, and Jalen FaceTimed his dad, and then he put me on the on the phone, so it was good. I was talking to him for a little bit, and he said he was looking forward to coming to a game, and you know, vice versa. I, I would love to go to a Knicks game and support him as well. So, But yeah, it seems like just the energy in the city throughout the organization is, uh, is at a pretty big high right now, so excited to be part of that. Do you feel it? Do you feel it? That's synergy right there, man. Do you feel it? That synergy, that's like the JV in a varsity, like going to watch them play. Because hockey is JV. Why is hockey JV? Because it's not as popular as basketball. It's like, it's, look, the bottom line is, it's just great. I know. I I love the synergy. You love love synergy. You love the energy. And those of us that are old enough to remember what 94 was like, when, when both teams went to the finals, that building was just rocking all through the spring. It was fun. It was a great energy. Look. Stadiums are in New Jersey. Stadiums are in the Bronx. Stadiums are in the Queen uh, in Queens, right? Yeah. But Madison Square Garden is in Manhattan. It's like a the heart of the city. Yeah. So when when it's thumping at the Garden, the it resonates thumping. through the whole city. 
I wonder. I wonder if they're gonna uh, light the Empire State Building up with Knicks colors and stuff like no, that. No, no, no. They can miss me with that. <laughs> Bombing Chry- Chrysler Building, please. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't even got lights yet. Get him installed. <laughs> I'll hold the flashlight. Hey, they're gonna, they gonna have the little lights that you have. For, like, like, like they'll for try Christmas. to go. Well, you know, we're gonna do blue and orange for the Knicks. Nah, cut them off. <laughs> you know the stuff they built for Christmas. Sold out. You, you put the lights against your wall because you because you you too lazy to put just, actually rope just, lights. <laughs> you know, just projects. <laughs> the one projection light. <laughs> But it spins, though. But it spins, man. The hell with that. Had a disco ball. Up one more thing from Patrick Kane here in Audio Files is the emotions for him. Now, yeah, he spent his whole career with the Blackhawks. The emotions for tonight at the Garden. By the way, full coverage right here on 98.7 ESPN. Whoop, 6.30, whoop. I believe, is the pregame, Don right? Juan? 6.30 pregame? Don Juan? Don Juan on, uh, on the call, or is he on the pregame? What do we got? Do we know? Let's check the schedule. Let the people know. I tell you what, listen to Patrick Kane, I'll let you know on the other side. I'm not sure. I guess we'll see, but definitely a little bit nervous. Probably more nervous than I've been for a regular season game in, in a long time. But I think that's good. I'm pretty excited about it. So Don Don LaGreco gets oh. to do pre and post. Mm, okay. Kenny Albert is on that. it with uh Dave Maloney. Okay, that's what's up. So you get that. I love the synergy. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy that Don is is at least part of the broadcast. Does Patrick Kane have what? Does Patrick Kane have a better debut than KD? I don't know. What would be a great debut for Patrick Kane tonight in your mind? A point. Just anything. Goal assist. I'm not. Mm, Just point. do something. A point. And a win. Can beat Ottawa. And a win. Can beat Ottawa. Could and can. will. No, it's I, I mean, you know, I mean, it's yes. Listen, I want to. Bruins loading up, right? They're loading up. The Rangers loaded up. Yeah. The Maple Leafs thought they loaded up when they got um, uh, Dino. I'm drawing a blank. They, why why I, you going to the white guy? O'Reilly, right? Wait, wait, he's right there. Yes. You're looking through Jacob to the white guy. No, I couldn't see Jacob. Oh, you can't see. He's so black. He just blends in with the black lockers behind him. I got it. Jacob, who was it that the uh, Maple Leafs traded for? Yep. He just shrugged his shoulders. You want that's me to the, make him look bad? That's the one. He, that's the I'm one. I'm not trying to make him look bad. That's the only bad. thing that he didn't know. You want me to ask you? Yeah. <laughs> Sergey Federal. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, man. Dominic Hachik. <laughs> I love that all your references are from 1997, 98. That's good. That's great. All right, that's Audio Files. It's Barton Hahn. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Let's get some uh, calls in here. We go buffet right now. Let's go to Jack in Brooklyn. What's up, Jack? 
Hey, second hey. time caller. How you doing, guys? All right, good. Good, good. Uh, I just wanted to discuss. Um, most callers call in. They say that the Knicks can't go anywhere because they don't have. Not, maybe they'll not go anywhere, but they can. They can't get to the finals because they don't have a superstar, like a, a prime time superstar. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's true. Um, I think if they could get, being that they're a co- cohesive group, given some like 1980s basketball, maybe they could get somewhere. What do you guys think? Team Ball has won before, and the the, the Bars <laughs> saw it in 2004 with the, yeah, with the, the last, Pistons. That's the last time. And that's a long time ago. It has become a thing in the NBA, and it's been proven over basically the last 15 years that you need you get, at least yeah. one superstar. But you know what sometimes? You got to get through a gauntlet. A superstar is also made in the postseason. That's true. You know, where you all of a sudden start having these well, big games and big finishes. Yeah. Well, you think about those Knicks teams, right? Clyde Frazier became a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. You think about those Pistons teams. Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars and Dennis Rodman are Hall of Famers. What do you always say? You make your name in the in regular, regular season, season you your make fame. your fame in the postseason. Okay. And that is something that still has to be proven. And can Jalen Brunson be a guy that like makes every shot he needs to make? He was a guy last year. That those did are the, the questions that can only be answered once we get there. Mm. But I also want to caution people to say is just enjoy this. And you know, you know, take it from you know where it goes. But you do know that in the po- in the postseason, the stars get the calls. The stars finish the games. It's about the stars. The good thing is, if you go against the Cavs, they only got one star. Well, nobody else gets the star treatment. Garland don't get the star treatment. Mobley don't and get Donovan the star treatment. Really, you know, like Donovan hasn't exactly. He, he you know, looked, he's put up numbers in the postseason. He's breaking down though, too. But you got to see is is he breaking know, down? He built like a tailback. He breaking down, man. He got hurt yesterday. Let's continue. We got Lou in North Carolina. What's up, Lou? Sweet Lou. Hey, guys. I want to talk Jalen Brunson for a minute. So, obviously, that contract we gave him, it, what a steal. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we owe him money. Steal. And, and that, right? And then we look at this five years down the line, we're, we're getting a steal from him. It's as simple as that. But no one's talking about Jalen Brunson right now is a top five point guard in the NBA. Top five. And I'll tell you right now, he is top the five? best point guard in the – Absolutely. If you can you name five point guards that are better than him right now? Dane Lillard, the best point guard in the East. In the oh. East. Oh, okay. All right. Let's, again. All right. Let's, let's play it. Let's play it. In the East, best point guard. So I'm gonna t- I'm gonna give you who would you rather have? All right. You have Drew Holiday, of the Bucks. He was an All Star. Uh, Marcus Smart. You got James Harden. You got Darius Garland. Um, in the East. Uh, let's see. Where are Fred Van Vliet, Trey Young. Lamelo Ball, that's that's the ones I'll give you. You can make an argument. You can make you can say he's top five. Top five in the East? Yeah, you can say think, top five. I, in the I, East. Think, I think he's top five in the East. Or I mean, six, the Knicks yeah. are top five in the East. Yeah. So yeah, you would you would think so. Thanks for the call, Lou. But you know, I mean, you love how he's playing. I think he fits the team, the coach, the city, all those things. He has an understanding of where he is. Those are all the things that I think we overlook a lot of times when we talk about bringing in players. How about the, like give look at the Yankees for a great example. The Yankees can go out and get a guy like Sonny Gray, who's a really good pitcher, but he comes here and he can't do it. Randy Johnson. Right? Kevin Brown. He's a good pitcher. Couldn't do it. Like, there's certain people that come in here and they don't get it. They don't understand it. They can't feel it. Whatever it is, playing here doesn't do it for them. Then there's people who are pretty good. Then they come here. And because of the way they play, legends. Right? 
I mean, I'm looking at one. Oh, you t- I'm not, looking at a guy right now who was pretty it. average in Baltimore, right? Yeah. He wasn't that great. Yeah. But he comes to New York, and the guy's a legend. Yeah, man. Can't walk anywhere in this city without somebody screaming at you. They love me. Or they hate your takes. And I love you, too. But it's just like, that. I think that's something that it doesn't, and I know this sounds, oh, you just do all that New York stuff again. But I'm dead serious. We, yeah, if I was running big, a franchise have, in New York. big marbles to play here. If I was running Galladay. A, yeah, if I was running a franchise in New York, one of the one of the things that I would always put on my list of here's free agents that we're looking at or here's players we're looking to trade for is I don't care all right good he's he's great at what he does he puts up big numbers all that stuff. I want to know can he play here? Can he play here because this is a crucible. And it's there's very few places like this. You got you got to hope that and the only way you can really know that is it has to be a guy that has some adversity before in the other place he was at, yeah. or has some type of adversity in his life. Oh, you just know he's got a bit of a dog in him. Yeah, that he 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 made he made he made different. Like Julius Randle got a lot of dog in it, and you know, well, he we, had we, to go through the, yeah, the trials could, and tribulations, yeah, and he has him. come through it. We could have lost. Oh, no him. doubt, we could have lost him. It took a lot of mental. Listen, if Jalen Brunson wouldn't have been here this year, we might have lost him. Yes. Jalen Brunson made it easier for him and allowed him to take a step back where he didn't have to become a 95% decision maker because he didn't have to make all the decisions. And he can he can, he can can say, you know what? Jalen's going to make the right decisions, get us in the right place, and he had to do everything, take so much off his plate. That is such a great point and, and something that isn't talked about enough because Randall was teetering on get me the hell out of here. Yeah. And in some situations, and I, I was buying into it, you know what? I don't think he's built for this place. He yeah. looks miserable. Just get him out of here and let him play somewhere else because he just doesn't like the intensity and the pressure and all that stuff that comes with the criticism. But when you bring in somebody that now all of a sudden is somebody that can set a tone. Yeah. And Randall now fits better in the 1B yeah, than it, in the than he does 1A. This is the thing, right? And Julie- that has allowed him to excel, but he also and I got to give credit where credit's due. He worked on himself. Mm-hmm. He's told the story. He worked on himself. I had to look in the mirror, and I had to understand what I wasn't wasn't doing. Yeah. And and, and he he has fixed it. And this season, he has been a much different player. Yeah. And I think he's better this year than he was two years yeah, ago. Yeah, they were asking too much of him. He was essentially the quarterback. Now when Jalen Brunson comes in, now he's a receiver. Some people can be a receiver. And he thrives Like, on. yo, give me the ball. I'll do it. But I shouldn't have to make every decision because he's not a great passer. Mm-hmm. Right? He's not a – they were asking him to be damn Scotty Pippen, point forward, figure it out. Yeah. Like, and, and now he can just be who he naturally is. And that's a facilitator but aggressive scorer and a physical freak, man. Listen, he's a dog underneath. He's a – people don't think – I don't think people realize how strong he is. Who's that? Randall? Randall. Oh, my God. He's like Zebo uh, went on Atkins diet. <laughs> he is strong as hell. And he never gets tired. Yeah. And last year, you could see that he would wear it down a lot. And I think it was the mental. Is he from Florida? That made him tired. He's from Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he was probably riding his bike two miles to get a drink of water. They grew up different down south. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, probably was Bell and Hay. You know what I'm saying? Built I, tough. I don't, know, I don't know about it. They built Ford tough down there, son. I mean, he's a star pretty much basketball player his whole life. Oh, yeah. I get it. So. But he still is how he get there. I don't know if he was Bell and Hay. Yeah, you was Bell and Hay. Think so? So I got there before he got like 13, before he came to Golden Child. Ask Kendrick Perkins. He's from down there too, right? And Perk's different though. He was that's that's a different guy altogether. Okay. Perk, I can see that. Dang, I bet Texas guys, first of all, how old is he? Julius? Yeah, he probably twenty seven. 
Yeah, so that means he probably was like 19 in high school. <laughs> That's how they do it down there. Be a grown-ass man when you get to the pros. I wish I could do that with my daughter. Yo, they, She's seven? Just re- and she's so big for her Bro, age? Re, re, reclass her. That's all they do here. Well, you can't do that now. Yes, they, rules. yes you can. No, it's not. She, she plays hockey. She's like listen, bigger than everybody, listen. but they make her play Bro. against little kids. Bro. And it's like, Bro, hold it's her, not fair. Bro, hold her out of school for like, like let her miss some days. No, no, no. You have to, I want her to play older. They won't let her. No, no. What's that, what? No. She's so strong. No, you put her in a different league and hold her back Takes a year. Takes after her mother. Hold her back a year. Let her go to seventh grade again. I should have done that with Zach, my son. Yeah. That's what we should have done. You got to catch up, son. Should have held him back a year. Listen, you know how many teammates I had that was driving this? Listen, Sean Green was 23 and he was a rookie. <laughs> I think we was the same age. I, just, I had played seven years in the league. Dude, be old as hell. All right, we got coming up. Yes, everybody, the power hour. You're going to say it with Bart coming up. And then, of course, we'll get Frank Isola on with us to see what he thinks about what he sees with the Knicks, what's also happening with the Nets, where they're headed, KD's debut. You know, Kyrie, they are one in four, he and Luca. They look a mess. They can't stop no like nobody. They got to score 150 to have a chance. Exactly. It's almost like it's like, you know, like I hate it for Luca, but it's like, you know what? It's the way it should go. It's the way it should go. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.